Welcome back to Conspiracies Snacks and Tin Foil Hats. My name is Connor Kenworthy. And I'm Avalon Gouvernick. Co conspirators back after an unexpected hiatus. <laughs> way, way too long. Um, this week, we are bringing none other than the conspiracy of the Winita Basin. What? And Skinwalker Ranch. Oh! <laughs> Wait, what does that have to do with freaking corn? Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it when we talk okay. about our snack. So grab your snacks. We grabbed corn. We corn on the cob. Grab your corn <laughs> in your tinfoil hat. Stop. <laughs> and we'll be with you shortly. Okay, so <laughs> what this you say? image was like very disturbing to me. <laughs> you have so much cheese on that. I love cheese. I've already like had dairy today, so might as well go big or go home. You know. Um, I'm gonna tell a story about okay when so I told Avalon to get corn for our snack today. So one, I was like, we need that corn on the cob. She's like, I don't know how to make it. Shut up! And I'm like, here, I'll send you a recipe. And it's literally, you boil. It's it's, it's in boil water, put the corn in for five minutes. That's it. So, okay. Okay, but listen. Okay, wait, that wasn't actually the story I was going to tell. Do you need to go, though? Do you need to explain yourself or something? Well, here's the reason I thought corn took a lot is because I'm used to, like, street corn. And, like, obviously, yeah, that still doesn't take a long time. But, like, I think that process is harder. Like, grilling the corn or, like, barbecuing corn. So, that's why I thought it... It might be longer, but I don't think it's harder. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) I already hate it. (laughs) Anyway, the rest of my story... It's so much better in person. (laughs) We're back. Oh, we are in person. We're in person. Avalon has had COVID... And I work, <laughs> and I work in retail, so I probably have had COVID. Okay, you don't have to justify two people being in the same room. Yeah, I don't care. We're also, I, yeah, we're back. Wait, can I finish my freaking oh, yeah, story? Yes. So, she makes her corn. We're like dressing it with butter and cheese, and she has this puddle of butter in her plate. And she's like, oh, I'm going to transfer plates. So she transfers the plate. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. We're going to be sitting on the couch. She doesn't want butter, like, to spill on the couch. So she puts the corn on a new plate and just takes butter from the other plate and dumps it on the corn. Making this first plate just the second plate. Okay, but see, you and me think differently. Because I wasn't saying... In my brain, I wasn't like, I'm transferring this because there's a pool of butter at the bottom. I was transferring it because all the butter had fallen off and it made me sad. So I wanted to re-butter my corn. Was that a euphemism? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I put it on a regular plate, so problem solved. There we go. Great. Corn's good. Corn is good. Okay, so then the whole reason I told you to do corn is because skinwalkers have, um, like, Native American, like, (laughs) so when I googled Native American foods, one of them was corn, and I was like, Avalon likes corn, so we'll do corn. (laughs) Yeah, Connor FaceTimes me at 12.30 and goes, do you like corn on the cob? I was pretty sure you did. Yeah, because I had corn in Hawaii. Hawaii. Hence, one of the reasons, so, let's backtrack a couple months and let our listeners know where we've been last you saw us i was in california connor was in utah it was like before christmas the week our, before. our last episode came out december 15th and we're like we'll just take a break for christmas and the holidays and also we were gonna go to hawaii with our friends jordan and tyler so we're like we'll just take a break 
then while in Hawaii, I got a job offer in Utah. So then I had to move to Utah when I got home and like just deal with all that shit. Connor got a new job. So we've just been busy. You've been busy. We haven't forgotten about you. No, we were talking about all seven of you. (laughs) We have not forgotten. Don't embellish. It's the one. No. (laughs) It's the two. Harley, we have not forgotten about you. No, she doesn't listen either. Oh, fuck you, Harley. (laughs) She literally the other day was like, she's like, how's the podcast going? And she's like, and don't make me feel like a bad friend for not listening. And I was like, it's okay. We haven't done a one in like two months. But we're back and we're ready. And we'll probably have Harley on again soon to do another one because she really wants to be a part of it. Um, so yeah, that's where we've been. We've just been really busy with life changes. But we're here now, and that's all that matters. But how is your new job? Do you like Utah? Do you hate it? I like being back with my friends. Okay. I it, There was a lot of snow this week, and I was not about it. Mm-hmm. At all. My new job's cool. I'm sick of training. Hopefully, it will be done soon. Tell us about your job. What do you do? Um, I'm a I am a kid snatcher. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. I don't take away kids. I'm a social worker for the state of Utah. Oh, fun. But I work on a team that tries to help families stay together. Oh. So I try not to remove kids. I so try you're to... not a total bitch. No, I you're try only... to help families and provide them with resources so that they can be all a safe and happy family. Okay. Well, yeah. So. That sounds really fun. It should be fun. It won't be a forever job, but. Mm-hmm. FBI, I'm still coming for you. Please don't be mad that I have a podcast about conspiracies. <laughs> Please hire me. It's just me. fun. We don't believe in anything. I don't believe in any of them. <laughs> They didn't see that. But don't ask me that on a lie detector. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I started a new job, but it's the same old job, just different location. But Connor's the boss now. Yeah. He yeah. makes more than me, and I have a college degree. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, uh, last, uh, the past two weeks have actually been really, we had, I only had Sunday off last week, and I had to do homework a ton. So I feel like it's just been one long 10 day week. And so I'm really excited for a two-day weekend. But it's a party. I forget you're still in school. Bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to take three tests last Sunday. Yep. It was a party. Okay, are you ready? I'm kind of scared. Mm. You know there's a Skinwalker Ranch here in Utah. That's the one we're talking about. Should we go there? Yeah. We should have done this I at look, Skinwalker Ranch. See, I thought about it, but I wanted to keep it done, though. I looked ben it up. Ben really wanted us to do this one. Did he? I don't mm-hmm. remember that. Okay. Wow. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. So, this is what I've written. In honor of you moving back to Utah, I forgot I had to announce what my conspiracy was at the beginning. So, it was um, like, in honor of you moving back to Utah and us both starting new jobs in Salt Lake, I wanted to do a conspiracy that's close to home. That's the dumbest thing ever. Less than three hours away. In the Anuda Mountains, there is a place that has been known for its paranormal occurrences. The Juanita Basin. The what? I don't actually know how to pronounce that. Juanita? Not Juanita. Juanita. How, does, how do you spell it? Let U-I-N-T-A-H. I know um, it's like Uinta or something. I don't know. So I'm going to avoid saying enough. that as much as possible Uinta. in the future. The Deseret News, a local newspaper in Salt Lake City... Monday, September 4th, 1978. Um, I'm literally going to read, like, this uh, article. article, But I have a lot of, like, the dot, 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 so I skipped on important stuff. Okay, okay. So, but this is all a quote. I haven't changed any of the words. Okay. So, quote. Okay, wait. Before the quote. (laughs) That stupid Uinta. Uinta. Whatever. Unida? No, it's not (laughs) United. <laughs> the United Basin. Okay. Quote, the Uinta Basin has been the stage for a great deal of excitement in recent weeks. Dale Wood, 13, a student at Vernal Junior High School, was the first to see the large silver object near his grandmother's home about seven miles northeast of Roosevelt. At about 10.30 p.m., this kid should be in bed, August 11th, he could hear the sound of a finely tuned purring engine. Wait, 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 wait. This is the article? Yes. Okay. 
he he could hear the sound of a finely turned burning engine he looked up to the horizon and said i saw a pillar of light exactly over my head above I the hate you. <laughs> that's not what he said no he <laughs> said uh he was surprised to see a silver domed shaped object a sombrero object if you will that was my that was not part of the quote it was surrounded by a very intense green light that was jagged like flames of a fire hmm. the object then hovered directly above him and he was able to see the underneath section of the craft he could see lights there with the middle light that ha- with the middle light of greatest intensity while the craft was overhead the engine sound was not noticeable it's a hybrid <laughs> The object remained overhead for a few minutes, and he had the impression he was being watched. Dale said he was very scared, but at the same time, he wanted to see what the UFO was going to do. It began to circle, and Dale immediately ran to tell his brother David. End quote. They go get more people. It was a boring blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Requote. Suddenly, the air conditioning units and television sets quit operating. Mm. Mrs. Wood, their mom... That was me adding, just so you know. Their mom. (laughs) The mother. (laughs) Tried the switch on the air conditioning, but to no avail. She was... Why don't people write like this anymore? It's so dramatic. Some people do. Anyway, quote. She she also noticed that the dogs were whining and crying, not barking. (gasps) Honestly, the most terrifying part of the story. Um, Quote, but whining as though they could hear a sound beyond the human hearing range. (sighs) Which they can do that, so... Yeah. Earthquakes. Mrs. Wood went outside along with some of her children in in time to see the craft circle over the area twice. It then took off rapidly towards the northeast. Mrs. Wood said she was very frightened, yet also fascinated. Yet so fascinated, she couldn't take her eyes off the object. Quote, Dale had the impression the saucer-like craft may have landed in a field near them. He could hear a herd of horses located there running rapidly. He surveyed the area the following morning, but could find no evidence of a landing. Mm. Disappeared. Still quoting, after the UFO disappeared, Mrs. Wood called the Ute Indian Tribe Police Department in Fort Deschnay. Officer David Murray was dispatched to investigate the sightings. He later said he, too, saw the object near US-40. The following day, in a conversation with... This name, I could not figure out how it was spelled. The paper was kind of... I literally read this off. Wikipedia had just a sh- picture of the paper. Tabitha, but it was spelled like Tentha. Well, it's Utah. Rasmus. <laughs> <laughs> Quote a reporter for the Roosevelt Standard. Mrs. Wood learned that Mrs. Rasmussen and her 10-year-old daughter, 10-year-old grandson David, had also seen the craft near their home. End quote. So we had three witnesses, two different families... And the police chief all said that they saw this. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so what I actually figured out is this area is actually known. So it's called Skinwalker Ranch. And like, we'll talk about skinwalkers. But it's mostly known for UFOs and like aliens rather than Ooh. the skinwalkers. Yeah, so. I'd be down to like see the aliens. But skinwalkers really creep me out. I have a scary story, but. I... Let's tell it. No, mm, no, it's... I'll tell it. Once no, we get to the skinwalkers. Just let it flow naturally. It's time. Well, it's not like my story either. Okay, and it. I don't remember the details. It's just like. So let's just tell it. It's just one time when I was living in Chile. Um, Hi, welcome to Chile. <laughs> my friend, she was like, she's from Arizona. And I guess there's like skinwalkers there too. Like there's been a lot of sightings. And so she was, like, talking about it and how her and her family were out camping. And they, like, saw one. And she just, like, the way she described it literally gave me chills. Like, How did she describe it? It was, like, just, like, a tall, like, slender, scary-looking thing. And, like, they saw it walking. And then after she told us that story, like... We all were so scared. And then we kept, like, hearing things and, like, seeing things, which obviously probably was just, like, our minds, but it was still scary. We talked about skinwalkers on here before. Have we? With the Disney, remember? The creep, the hop-hop one? (gasps) Ew. (laughs) You're right. No, because what's weird is 
I swore we had done Skinwalker Ranch, and that's why last night we like when we went through, I was like making sure we didn't. Yeah, no, we so. didn't. We like had talked about them briefly in that one, but not Ew. in detail. I don't, well. like it. don't like it at all. Okay, so um, we'll get to Skinwalkers in just a second. Yeah, it's fine. Really quickly, there um is another area that's like right on the outskirts of this rant of Skinwalker Ranch, but in this basin. <clears throat> it's called Bottle Hollow, and it's a reservoir, like a man-made one. Mm-hmm. That used to just be this giant hole that everyone used to throw their liquor bottles down, like old beer bottles and stuff. So this big hole that they throw liquor bottles down, um, so they filled it up with water and turned it into a reservoir okay. in the 70s. So this is in the 70s. Um, Skinwalker Ranch, so like this area was known for like UFOs and stuff, but Skinwalker mm-hmm. Ranch didn't, like it wasn't popularized or like really known about until the 90s okay so in the 70s um there was an evidence of an aquatic snake um that was in this reservoir um and but it was like supernatural yeah and it was as an like, alcoholic <laughs> it's just is this just like super on all of the ex- old. super dick snake Snake it's a Chad. That's a, yeah, like literally, he just like comes up to you and burps in your face, and then just shoves you. No, he comes up to you and drags you down and drowns you. After lacing your drink with Probably. drugs, first he roofies you. So that- Chad, the dick snake. Ew. You were picturing a dick snake. I weren't you? was. I was too. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Stop! Anyway, there was a girl. Maybe I have COVID. You've already had it, so <laughs> I probably got it from you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, a girl drowned in there, and she was dragged down. But By then, the snake? Yeah. So, like, they don't... They said that they saw things, but they can't prove that there was an aquatic snake that actually did it. Gotcha. So, in 1998, a police officer also saw a large light fly into the water of the reservoir, and then come back out and then just fly out into the night sky. So, like, that's nice. And in 2002, four men saw a blue slash white ball enter the water and to just never come back out. What the? So this place called Bottle Hollow is the name of the reservoir. Is known for to have many sightings of, like, UFOs. Maybe just everyone down there is just on something. So uh, so I got all my information information from wikipediahistory.com mm-hmm. and the last podcast on the left. Oh, I love I that listened podcast. to all three episodes on Skinwalker Ranch. Um but history. so this area is very common for um, the U Native American tribe. Mm-hmm. And so history.com um, talks about how in this area water is known to like not be safe according to the Utes. Hmm. So this is a quote from history.com about it that says the appearance of the Wait. supernatural. What? Utah Utes. Is that why? Yeah. Oh, yep. I've always wondered what a Ute was. <laughs> it's a native American tribe. Is that racist of them then? Yeah. They should change it. <laughs> um, um, so this quote from history.com says the appearance of the supernatural around bottle hollow makes sense with the context of Ute belief. According to Jones, which is some, like, professor, amongst the Utes, springs in certain waterways were reservoirs of negative power. There are evil spirits or evil sprites that would rise up out of the water and drag you in. Hence this girl drowning in She had bad hollow. juju. She had bad juju. The spirits did not the like her. sprites came. Mm-hmm. I like that word. Sprites. Like, the little sprites. I always just picture, like, mini sprite bottles, but with, like, wings. Oh, nope. <laughs> there was this show on tv that was called johnny and the sprites oh and like they were like his little fairy friends yeah that's what like sprites are but <laughs> it's not what i think of um so history of ufos in this area have actually been surrounded the basin since the spanish showed up in 1776 um and also this area has like a really dark history with like native american history including like Europeans coming in and like the put pitting the Navajos and the Utes against each other and like starting the Native American slave trade. Oh shit. And like we've all learned about like the African slave trade, which is horrible, but I didn't even realize that obviously Native Americans were probably part of a slave trade as well. Yeah. 
it's disgusting. Um, so during this time, supposedly during like our nation's civil war, there was also like a big war going on with Native American tribes and the Utes sided with some Europeans. And so the Navajos supposedly put like a curse on the Utes as like the skinwalkers, um, because skinwalkers, we'll talk about them, but so this area is known to have skinwalkers from this curse. Okay. Um, and hence why this area gets its name, Skinwalker. There's a mountain ridge called Skinwalker Ridge and Skinwalker Ranch. So wait, what? There's a mountain like kind of range in there. It's like more like it's not as big as like the mountains uh-huh. right next to us, but it's called Skinwalker Ridge. Oh, I literally heard you say it's called Skinwalker. There's Skinwalker Ranch and there's Skinwalker oh, Ranch. And I, I was probably like, did. What? There's Skinwalker Skinwalker Ridge. ridge. Okay. And then Skinwalker Ranch, which Just is... need to enunciate. I'm sorry. <laughs> In the Navajo okay, okay, culture... Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so talking about a Skinwalker. In Navajo culture, it's a witch who yes. is not nice. Well, um, are witches ever good? Uh, Hermione Granger. She's not real. Um, Tichipo is nice. Tibichua, I love her. <laughs> Um. So these witches can turn themselves into animals of their choosing. See, that's cool. Um, and they will also begin to develop attributes of that animal. Like after they turn back to a human. Yeah. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah. It's Almost not like, like Harry Potter where they can just turn back and forth. They think it's like uh, you can turn into that animal, but then the longer you like, you just become the animal. That's why they're like fleshy. Mm-hmm. What? We'll talk about flesh. Stop. Isn't that a word that you hate? Flesh? Yeah. No. Who hates the word flesh? Flesh. I have a friend that like hates that word. I mean, I don't love it. Flesh. Flesh. It is gross. <laughs> it's kind of gross. <laughs> flesh. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Um so with getting information from last podcast on the left, I okay. was trying to fact check it, fact check it a lot. But one thing that they brought up is the Navajo culture is pretty, like, private. Yeah. So, like, I'm going off of them, but I also, like, tried to be respectful with the information that I did have. Because this idea of Skinwalker is not, like, a holy thing, but it's not really talked about. It's kind of more of, like, they Hmm. consider it very... They consider it real. It's It's like like a a real part of... So, like, making light of it. They don't love talking about it. Gotcha. So... Yeah, there's not a ton of information. They had people that they knew that were part of, like, the Navajo um, tribe and stuff that shared some stuff with them. So that that's where, I, like, they got their information, supposedly. That'd be cool to talk to someone about it. Right? Um, so from the last podcast on the left, they talk about how in the Navajo tribe, magic is, like, an important center for their tribe. Yeah. Like, shamans and stuff are, like, people that they look up to in, like, the centers of their community. But um, just like we learn in movies, with when there's like power to be seized, people will try to be selfish. Mm-hmm. So these skinwalkers are people who go for this magic or this like power. Um, mm. And so shamans go through a lot of like training and sacrifice and all this different stuff. So, but when someone wants to do it for their own personal gain and is very selfish, um, it requires a big sacrifice. So supposedly. In order for someone to become a skinwalker, they would have to either kill their own brother or sister or, like, kill someone that was, like, higher rank than them in the tribe, but by surprise, by, like, slitting their throat. Yikes. So, like, they couldn't know it was coming. So, if, like, oh, that would suck. If you, like, finally did it, but then, like, the last second they turn around and saw you. No, like, it'd be, like, all of a sudden right now I kill you. (gasps) Don't be so sad please stop looking at me (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised honestly it's just if all of a sudden i pulled out a knife and slit your throat oh my gosh it's not like you have they have to be looking at you i thought what i got from it was like you have to like do it like in like to their face like you can't how do you kill someone not by surprise no but i know no one's like you can't you can't i knew you would kill me today no, but, like, you know, there's people that like suicide packs. They're like, hey, if you kill me, you get all this power. Like, it can't be like that. It has to just oh, be like. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. There's, there's I was like, thinking what sibling I would kill if I wanted to be a skinwalker. Who would you kill? Though. I'm not disclosing that. <laughs> Do you? No? 
Mm, no, that would actually be really hard. Mm. Sorry, you love all your siblings. <laughs> Just kidding. I love all mine. <laughs> Shit. They don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, so after they kill that person, they then have to perform the act of necrophilia. Oh, never mind. I'm not picking any of my siblings. <laughs> and cannibalism. See, they have to eat of the flesh. You Ew, stop you saying flesh. Flesh. <laughs> the flesh. The flesh. They would partake of the flesh. This is the flesh of would, Christ. <laughs> they would boil the flesh. I don't know. Well, it probably tastes better. If you cook it, no shit. You don't want to eat raw meat. Yeah. Even if you're a cannibal. Mm, no, sometimes cannibals just don't care. Mm. Army Hammer is a cannibal now. Okay. He's hot. I- yeah. Okay, so after cannibalism, <laughs> you would also, like, we've all learned that, like, Native Americans were very, like, would use all parts of the animal. Yeah. So you have to use all parts of the body, body. too. Yeah. Um, and then they talk about, ew, stop talking. They talked about how <laughs> the only role of the skinwalker is self- selfishness, and their only goal is to spread misery and pain. Sounds like you. I am a skinwalker. <laughs> so, um, so the U.S. Army came in in 1878 and killed thousands of Navajo. The Navajo explained this away by saying that their god had abandoned them, and it was because the tribe was full of witches. Or... I mean, sounds about right. <laughs> okay. Wait. I mean, if you have a bunch of witches and bad skinwalkers, yeah, God's probably not going to be around. Anyways, <laughs> over 40, you're a psycho. Oh, I get where that could be. No, the army the army still shouldn't have killed them. <laughs> okay, there we but go. But, like, I can see the Navajo's reasoning. Okay. I think it's faulty reasoning, but I can, I can see it. Okay. Um, you literally say God abandons you every day. He has. So, maybe you're a witch. But it's not because I'm a witch. <laughs> it's just because... So over 40 members of the Navajo tribe were rounded up and killed as purging of the witches from their tribe. Um, they say you could... Did they w- know they were witches? Or was it like a Salem witch trial kind of I a thing? I think it was more Salem witch trial. Oh. So, so women. No, they actually talked about that. It was very uniform in sex. So we equality. love equality. <laughs> um, <laughs> equality and death. That's all we can ask for. For real. Um, <laughs> So they say you can recognize skinwalkers because even in human form, their eyes will go red like hot coals. Ew. But if you see their true face, they will have to kill you because if you know who they are, you'll have them killed. Okay, now we really have to go. Because I want to die. (laughs) I'll just be like, look at me. You're like, hello, <laughs> can someone show me the face around here? They're like, no, go away. <laughs> you, Please. I see someone's face, but you don't. And you're like, that's not fair. I like chase them down. <laughs> Come back. Uh, okay, so let's talk a little bit about actual Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. Um. So in 1994, there was the family called the Shermans. And so there's this whole book written. And in this book, they like tried to cover up their names. But Wikipedia just told me their names were Shermans. So Wikipedia got you. They got them. So on the last podcast on the left, they used Gormans a lot. I don't. Gormans? But I know some Gormans. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. They're um, not good people. So, but the Shermans bought Skinwalker Ranch in 1994. They were... Mormon family who had just moved away from New Mexico. They moved here to escape how gossipy their small town was. Oh, so let's move to Utah. (laughs) Where it's even more gossipy. No, but they just went from, like, seclusion to extreme seclusion. To a ranch. Yeah. No, because they they lived on a ranch in New Mexico, but it was too big for them. Like, too many people. What the heck? Because they were um, cow ranchers. Okay. So... So, Skinwalker Ranch first appears in the Deseret News um, by name in 1996, Um, and I am going to read some quotes from this article as well, but um, it is 
titled Frequent Flyers. Um, and the Shermans share their story about their them and their two kids and the types of UFOs that they had seen. Okay. So it starts, um, quote, a small box-like craft with a white light, a 40-foot-long object, and a huge ship the size of several football fields. They've seen one craft emit a wavy red light or light beams as, as it flies along. They've seen other airborne lights, some of which have merged from orange circular doorways that seem to appear in midair. They once discovered three circles of flattened grass, each about eight feet across in a triangular, triangular pattern about 30 feet from each other. In a nearby pasture, other strange soil impressions have been found, circles about three feet wide and a foot or two deep, with the dirt in the center perfectly flattened. One of the flying lights followed Gwen's car on her way home from work one night, and while out in one of the fields with the family dogs, Terry heard a male voices. Terry, this is the dad, okay. heard male voices speaking in unfamiliar language. Mm-hmm. The voices seemed to be about 20 feet above him, but Terry couldn't see a thing. The dogs were frantic. They barked and growled before running off to the ranch house. Um, so that was end of quote. Um, okay. Around the same time, um, about... S- what? Oh, at the same time, I wrote seven of the Shermans had disappeared, but seven of the Shermans' cows had disappeared around the same time. Not as concerning. Still concerning. Still concerning. Still concerning, but not... What's up with aliens liking cows? Oh, so it's not just cows. It's like a lot of different creatures. They talked about this. But cows just tend to be like the most... Well, no, it's more like they're the most easily preyed upon. Well, because you think of like cow ranchers, they are always around... If a horse goes missing, and there's oh. more cows. We we drink a lot of milk. We eat a lot of beef. They're there's probably more fun to probe too. So we will talk. Wait for Ew. real? Yes. <laughs> I got lots of stories. Oh, so no. I have like all my stuff I typed up, and then I listened to them, and I just wrote like little things, so oh, then we can just talk no. about the stories. So, <clears throat> um, these cows were found dead and mutilated. We'll talk about some of the mutilations. Oof. Um, the article continues on to state um, that there were a lot of sightings of UFOs and other mutilations, but like they don't go reported because a lot of times farmers would just call the police and be like, hey, my cow was mutilated. And the police officer would be like, correct. Not going to do anything about it. Cool. So like he was like, it, there was pointless to call after yeah. like, the first couple. So, um, so. For the skinwalkers, we'll talk more, but I have one of the stories. Is So the Shermans had times where they'd see these F- UFOs, but they also had times where they saw these skinwalkers. Um, and so there was like kind of three times that they talk about. But at one point, there was one day that they were all like outside. They were ranching their cattle. Um, and they see this like wolf-type creature off in the distance. So they notice it, and it comes closer um, but they realize, as it gets closer, they realize just how big it is. And it's like three times the size of a natural wolf. Mm. So they say it was like, according to history, there were dire wolves like 10,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. For my Game of Thrones fans, they're real. But they're extinct. But they were just really giant wolves. Um, so it was about that size. But it came up to them and was like super chill. And they like were like petting it. <gasps> yeah. Oh, no. And they talked about it's like super icy blue eyes and how it's just super chill not red but as they're petting it it literally just like darts away and throws one of like the calves heads in its mouth and they're like oh shit like we gotta save like our investment (laughs) so the dad starts like kicking it but doesn't do anything so he's like get my gun so they get the gun he shoots it nothing happens so we're coming up on a flesh story Ew. So, yeah, he shot it and it was just a pound of no, no, no. like a pound no, 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 of flesh no, 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 left no, no, behind. No, 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 no. Okay, so <laughs> he shoots at it, doesn't do anything. He shoots at it again. It lets go of the calf's head, but like it just kind of like saunters away and keeps watching it. So he's like, I gotta get this. Like it's just gonna come back. So he's like, get a bigger gun. I love Utah. <laughs> I got my guns. <laughs> so they go Have you get- seen that sound on TikTok where it's like, it's a cow farm. You gotta see some cows. <laughs> No. That's literally my favorite. It's a cow farm. You're gonna see some cows. 
Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. So, no, so he goes and gets a bigger gun. He cool. shoots at it. So this, uh, what was it called? A 30-06. Oh, yeah, my seen? favorite gun. Yeah. But this is for, like, taking down elk. And, like, elk are huge. Oh. So they, he shoots at it. And it hits it, doesn't really do anything, shoots at it again, and this time it, like, blows off a piece of flesh. So he's like, <laughs> flesh. I just want flesh. to say flesh more. <laughs> flesh. So they start, like, so then it kind of starts, like, running away. And they're like, I don't want this coming back. So, like, we're going to pursue it and, like, try to kill it. Whatever. So they take off. They chase. They give chase. But then about 60 feet from, like, this, like, river that goes through the property. What? What? Why are you laughing at me? What did I do? Nothing. What? I don't know. Why are you laughing? Tell me. Something you said sounded weird, but you're probably right. And it's probably, they gave chase. They gave chase. I don't know why. That just sounded weird. Make hay. Make chase. Make chase, my lord. (laughs) Anyways, they gave chase and they were chasing They gave chase what? Chase is not just name. It was a word before a name. I hate you. I hate you. Okay, anyway. So, 60 feet from the riverbed, <laughs> the tracks just stop. Okay. You're like crying laughing. There are tears in your eyes. And it's not funny. Because if I had said something stupid, I would have given it to you. But that's... Sorry, okay. So they gave chase. Okay, but what happened after that? Have you heard anything past that? They go to the riverbank and the tracks stop. Yeah, it disappears. Yeah, that's creepy. Mm. (laughs) Okay. This whole thing is just staying in. Keep going. No. Please. <laughs> Will you like eat a chunk of ice or something to like ground eat a it? chunk of ice? What? You want me to drink a chunk of ice? What do you want me to do? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Lose the tracks. They lost the tracks. So they're like. <laughs> come back they they lose sight of the wolf whatever so they come back to that flesh and when they get to it wait where did i lose it oh when they get back to the piece of flesh they said it already stunk like it had come off of a rotting corpse ew so um another instance of a skinwalker was mrs sherman just was like in like on her property and she saw a large wolf so she called the authority and was like hey like there's this huge wolf will you guys like come take care of it like kill it get it off her property and they're like there's been no wolves around here since 1929 this is in the 90s okay so wolves have been ex- well killed wolves off are not extinct in this area oh bitch okay <laughs> um there was so then after the Shermans, this guy named Bigelow buys it. Bigelow? That's how it's spelt. That's a fun name. Um. So he like he bought it because he's like researches like UFOs and paranormal stuff. Okay. So he has like a whole thing. And so they tried to find like physical proof of it. Um. And they had experiences where one time they saw a large humanoid creature spying on the research team from a tree. Nope. Um, he he said the creature was approximately 50 yards away, watching the team safely from a tree perched 20 feet off the ground. Quote, the large creature that lay motionless almost casually in the tree, the only indication of the beast's presence was the penetrating yellow light of the unblinking eyes as they stared fixedly back into the light. Nope, 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 nope. Um, so, yeah, so with all these experiences, the Shermans only lived at the property for 18 months, and they sold their 512 acre to this... Bigelow Damn. for two hundred thousand dollars. 
That's so, cheap. Honestly, yeah, but also this was in the 90s, so. Oh. That's, in today's money, that's $9 billion. Oh. Okay, that's a lie, <laughs> but okay. Um, so I got a couple more paragraphs, and then I just got stories that they yes. told. So, um, going along with the ramps, the ranch, uh, before the Shermans lived there, there was no stories about, like, things happening on the ranch. Okay. Um, and so, like, people asked, they're like, what's did the Shermans make this up? Like, why was nothing happening before? Um, so the kind of history before the Shermans was there were um, Kenneth and Edith Myers um, bought the property in 1934. Okay. They lived there for like 60 years. Damn. Crazy. Um, until Kenneth died in 1987. And then Edith lived there for another couple years until she moved into a home um, and passed away, and then the farm was given to Kenneth's brother and his wife, who lived there for, like, three years before selling it to the Shermans. Okay. Um, but Garth was, like, adamant that, like, nothing paranormal had gone on. But, like, he was also known to be very um, cynical and against mm. paranormal things. Um, because, like, that whole area had talked about UFOs and everything. Yeah. He was like, no, none of that's true, none of that's true. Um, so they talk about, like, how he, it could have got, one, they were like, why would he lie? But then yeah. they're also, like, they talked about how anyone that has ever admitted to, like, seeing UFOs, it's it never helps. It, like, ruins their lives because people think they're just yeah. crazy and yeah. stupid. No one ever believes you, and it's like, wow, thank you. So, like, they're like, yeah, like, they never said anything about it, but, like, they, they talked about how uh kenneth and edith had been there so like this area didn't even really like get people to like the 50s 60s the 60s was really when like ufo started doing so they had already been there for 30 years three decades and so like they had already um like come to terms with things yeah um and so of course they're probably not going to go around talking about things yeah for sure um so there was like another time too that there was this guy that goes around i think i had his name um but oh his name was hicks his last name was hicks that they talked about he like went around collecting ufo stories um but so he kind of went to this area and like he he remembered one of the bars tenders or something telling him like oh if you want a good ufo story talk to edith myers who was the wife and he didn't because he's like usually people come to me and i just didn't have time to go seek out people so there was like it seems like there's knowledge in the town that they did know things. Um, so after all this, when the Shermans moved in, there were like three homesteads on the property. Mm -hmm. So there were like three different places that they could live. And there's like a central one that they ended up picking. But they said it was super weird when they got there because there was like locks on the outside and inside of all the doors. Nope. And there were um, like large cages for like dogs or something. When I'm like skinwalkers, do they yeah, like keep like skinwalkers or these wolves? Them. So, so that was weird. So then they're, so they ended up living there, and then they talk about how living at the house. Let me pull up my stories because I got like a couple of them. Um, who who's talking? Who's this? Is this? the Shermans? Okay. So all these stories are while the Shermans lived there from okay. 1994 to 1997. Um. And they, so there was poltergeist activity yes. kind of thing on the homestead. So, like, there were, they they told a story about how all the salt and pepper shakers kept, like, switching themselves. That's hilarious. Isn't that so funny? Poltergeists are funny. So they would do that kind of thing, like, so often that they would, like, have to, like, test it. Like, they would always pour something into their hand that before. That would be so mean. Right? I'd be like, hey, hey. And the, so, they, so, like, that's one that, like, they also had kids, so it's like, that could have been kids. But then another story was um, the wife, like, came home with, like, all of her groceries and, like, put them all away, and then she went, like, she ran into the other room, came back, and all the groceries, all the cabinets were open, and all the groceries were on, like, back on the counter. Oh. But, like, within, like, five minutes, and she that's said so there annoying. was no noise. <laughs> So, so then they were talking about how with the Myers living there with all the locks on all the doors and cabinets and stuff, they probably had these occurrences oh. and like they got used to it. So they would just lock everything so that the poltergeist couldn't do anything. Poltergeist can't do locks. I don't know. They I don't go know through about, walls. They can't I don't just... know about the science of poltergeist. Okay. I guess they don't have like physical hands. 
Yeah, so they could probably push things with their energy, but they can't, like, get a lock undone. Mm. That's true. Um, then there were other times, uh, there was another instance where um, the dad had, like, asked his two sons to, like, go, like, move all these poles, like, sprinkler poles kind of thing or whatever. So they he comes back and they they weren't done so he was like pissed at his kids and he was like why the hell didn't you do them and they're like we did do them oh and he's like suck. he's like no you didn't but then he said he went back and like all the pipes had been moved mm. from their original spot um so they were like why would the kids like move the pipes and just not just move them yeah like there would be no point for them to do that so um that was a fun story um Another story was the husband had this, like, post maker for, like, fencing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he was out there, and he was trying to use it or whatever. So then he, like, turned around to, like, grab another tool, turn back, and it just disappeared. Nice. So I'd be pissed. Yeah. But then, so it's gone for a couple of days, and then he ends up finding it randomly. Um, and it's 20 meters above his head in a tree. Not 20 meters, 20 feet. <laughs> 20 meters is way high. That is way I thought you were going to say 20 meters up a cow's ass. <laughs> Because no. I'm still waiting for that probe story. That's all I can think about. <laughs> it's not okay. Cool. Am I gonna be disappointed? Uh, no. But also, yeah. Oh. Um. Okay. But well, still, I'll just, I'll just tell you now. That would be scary to me. Mm-hmm. No. So <laughs> the cow ones were the whole story. I don't. They were they ranched cows, okay? Okay. So there's this one cow that they were like helping. Then they like had to go wrangle a calf. They came back to this one cow, and there was a six inch diameter around its anus that had just a chunk in a cylindrical that had just been taken out. Yeah, probing. Yeah. So that was one cow, and another one of the cows that they mutilated was six inches in diameter, but eighteen inches deep. Oh <laughs> shit. So Alien's last... got big schlongs. <laughs> so on the last podcast on the left, he was like, he was like, I'd be in there having the whole town drop his trousers trying to find out who this guy was. <laughs> That's a huge schlong, though. Right? 18 inches and 6 inches girth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aliens so... are packing. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to hook you up with one? Maybe I do believe in aliens. <laughs> Um, but then another mutilation actually happened with one of the cows and what they found was, oh, always at the scene, there's no blood found at the scene. Also, why is it always cows? What do they do? No, so this story is about a horse. Oh. So they find this horse with, it's, so it has its whole body, but the head has no flesh or skin on it. Ew, 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 ew. No blood at the scene. Ew. Um, so they call the police and the police chief just tells him, oh, yeah, that was lightning. No, what the? I could be a detective, hell? I guess, for the police then. <laughs> um, I think lightning just... I think lightning <laughs> just... just zapped his skin off. Um, but just his head. What? Yeah. Uh, so then there was a whole story of... They were just out one night and they saw what looked like RV headlights off in the distance. And so the Shermans thought it was like poachers, like trying to get like their cows. So they start chasing it. And as they're chasing it, they're not in a car. So they're like coming up. Yeah. Should be no reason that they know it's coming, but it like starts like moving away from them. So they keep following it and it like heads towards this line of trees. And as it gets to the line of trees, it just goes up in the air straight up. Sweet. (laughs) And then they said it just looked like a giant refrigerator with lights. And then it just hook off into the sky so like what up into the air i want to talk to these people right they did huh (laughs) yeah they're probably not how old were they in 1997 Mm, they're old they're probably senile they're probably still alive um then they would see random like weird orange orbs and one time they saw one that like in the middle of it you could see another sky like you could see blue sky with like clouds I don't what? know. I don't like that. Weird. Weird. Um, so this is flesh. Me. They would always see lots of flesh. Flesh. No, I have another flesh story. You want to hear it? I guess. So this one, this was the one that I was listening to that just kind of freaked me out, and that's why I called you. Gotcha. 
It's not that scary, though. It's just me being my scary I'll pretend. <laughs> okay. So, no, he's just out one night, and he sees this blue orb appear, and it starts, like, just chilling, and he's seen it before, so he has his, like, dogs that are, like, what are they called? The shepherd dogs? They can, like, wrangle things, so they can, like... Cattle dogs. Cattle dogs, sure, whatever. Sheep dogs. Sheep, hurt, yeah. So, he has these dogs, whatever the hell they are, and they start, like, growling, at the orb and so he's like i don't know set him off on this orb <laughs> so he lets the dogs go the dogs go after it and the dogs start jumping up in the air trying to like get to this orb and oh, the no. orb seems to like taunt them like it like will go down and then like the dogs <laughs> isn't that funny as hell <laughs> anyways so then this orb is like like come follow me and it starts like taking the dogs oh, over towards the trees dogdie.com <laughs> yes <laughs> the orb <laughs> the orb like taunts them into the tree line and he says the dogs went into the trees and you hear all the barking turn to yelps and then silence that's so sad and so he was like nope yeah <laughs> and so he's like i'll check it out in the morning so he Smart goes man. home right i was like Thank finally you. where is he in a scary movie so he goes to bed gets up the next morning he goes into the uh, the trees and he said he found this is where they found those like th- three circular patches of like brown. Oh yeah. And all that was there was that, the smell of rotting flesh, and like black tar. Oh, don't and like, I was that. like no. No no no, 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 no. So, um, then one of the other ones that they just told that was interesting was actually when the Myers were living there. There were, like, UFO sightings all around the place, but never came from the Myers. But one of their neighbors said that he saw one of these UFOs, and it flew towards Skywalker Ridge. Okay. Like, the mountains. But it didn't fly, like, over it. It literally flew into it, but there was no crash. Interesting. So I'm, like, Area 51. Like, just wondering. It's, like, camouflage. Area 51.5. I don't know. There's so many Area 51s. I I know, I know. So that's all my stories I have. Those are good stories. So I don't know what you think that they are. Do you think they're skinwalkers or aliens? Do you think it's a curse? Well, you know, I don't... Mm, I'm not like a huge alien person. I, I don't think they... Here's the thing. I don't think UFOs have to be alien. No, I know. I believe in UFOs. And like, I don't doubt that these people saw things. Um, The orbs, those kind of... I don't know about the orbs here's the thing about orbs though that i think because i've never seen an orb yeah but i don't think when people say orbs they say like a like a glass ball of no i know like a floating spirit orb thing but like if you think about just like if think about if there was just a flashlight one light kind of pointed at you and it was just a moving it would look like an orb i think that's what it is it's like a light i guess um but, I mean, I believe that that area's definitely got something going on that's sketchy. I don't think I don't think that all these people are making up stories. Fair. Like, if it was one person or one family, then, yeah, you can be like, mm, you're crazy. But the fact that there's multiple sightings mm-hmm. on different days, like, that's where I'm like, okay, obviously something sketchy is happening. I don't know what. I can believe the, like unidentified floating objects skinwalkers scared the hell out of me i don't know if i believe them just because i haven't like researched it that much but like i i could see it being real because i do believe in like voodoo and like dark magic so yeah probably you know and i will never know because i'm not ever going there you're not going to. I thought we were going to go. No, hell no. <laughs> I'm not you don't want to go see the red I'm eyes. I'm not going or the to go see eyes. any flesh. <laughs> um, Unless those aliens are I always. Be there. Here's the things. Because, like, I love stories of, like, the idea of, like, a curse from, like, ancient Native American tribes. Yeah. That kind of stuff I love. But then I also, like, totally believe in, like, our government experimenting. And, like, I think about, like, Area 51. They're, like, zombies? And like, no, I would see more, like... Like, I just think about, like, the atomic... This is, like, atomic bomb nuclear things. Like, Area 51, Ooh. too. And so I'm, like, like radiation, like, mutations. Ooh. 
So I'm like, these creatures that they're seeing are like, so maybe it was a wolf that like there's a nuclear testing plant hidden. Because then I think about like that UFO that like flew into the mountains. I'm like, I could totally believe the government like has a hidden base out there. I think there's hidden. So then I'm like, so then like this wolf just like chills around and like gets a mutation that it just grows really big. That kind of thing. I could see like weird. I don't know. No, for sure. So like that's the kind of things that I picture. And same with, like, the basin around there. Like, I don't know. And, like, for me, government, whenever there's a bunch of UFO sightings, but, like, in a place that's super rural, I always just think, like, the government's doing testing out there. Because, oh, for sure. Like, on random stuff. Because, like, that doesn't happen in urban cities. Like, it's every time there's, like, stories about UFO sightings or weird stuff, it's always in, like, the middle of nowhere. I know. Where, like, there's only a couple families because I think that's smart. If it is government testing, it's super smart because then you only have like one or two families reporting it and then you can just be like, they're crazy. Yeah. But if it was like in a city where you can have hundreds, thousands of witnesses, that's harder to be like, all a thousand of you didn't see what you saw. Yeah. But you can convince like a family of five that like, no, you're just seeing things. Yeah. So I don't know. Because I also think alien it could be aliens. I mean, we love to blame the government. I, I love blaming the government. <laughs> it's just so easy. They've made it easy. Because like I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't want to I don't like believing that the government would be like out there like testing on people, but like we've done MK Ultra and all that crap. And like they yeah, like there's no proof of them doing like crazy tests like that, but like they're not afraid to like try yeah. hypnotism and drugs. So I mean love that. and that's just stuff that they've released to us yeah so i don't know i also do believe in aliens though what's funny to me is i almost believe the more one-off alien things than like this where there's so much going on i'm like there's got to be something else because like what's so special about this like dirt pile so i feel like aliens would be smarter than that what aliens i feel like just show up like once that's what i mean so like almost when people like will give like a roswell thing where it's like there's like two yeah. I'm like, that was aliens. Yeah. We're here, I'm like, I don't, for some reason, think it's aliens. We landed on Mars yesterday. Did we? I we actually did. didn't know that. We landed on Mars, a rover, and they're looking for life. And my my stepsister sent me a TikTok of, like, it, and she's like, no way, we have a human on Mars. And then, like, right after, she's like, oh, wait, I did more research. It's just a rover. And I was like, yeah, how are we supposed to land on Mars if we've never even landed on the moon? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, please don't tell me you believe that. And I was like, "Um, You're like, thanks for listening to my podcast, bitch. Big fan. (laughs) No, yeah. So, I don't, so, like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe on this one. I do, I do think there's weird stuff happening on out a there. scale. Yes, one hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm afraid I, of Skinwalker Ranch in that yes, area. Yes, hundred percent. I think something's going on there. Whether it's paranormal, where whether it's aliens, whether it's the government, whether it's witches, I don't know. But something weird's going on. I have a I have a very serious question. Have we talked about? Do you actually believe in magic? Yeah, I do. I do too. I literally learned about it in a class I took at BYU. Like oh, really? we had a whole unit on it and he was like magic's real because like many cultures practice magic well i also just think about like i don't believe in like god yeah like even god like if so like i think stuff we do in our church you can define as magic yeah because i mean like there's people that like like prayer i think could be considered like a magic in cultures you know what i mean where it's like asking because i think like magic in some cultures could be like oh like yeah you're like asking like god asking a higher being or a higher power or a higher power to do something to do something and so i think if you believe in religion you should believe in magic yeah no but, i believe in magic no yeah not like I don't, harry I don't potter no yeah i don't think like but like i do like i don't yeah i believe but it. like witches i've met witches yeah, no. In South America, well, here's the thing, like, magic with, is like, very prevalent. My Christian background, it's like with like the devil and things, like there's energies and stuff. That, there's curses. There's, yeah. Oh, for so sure. So I'm like, I believe in magic. Oh, same. So like, I believe that there could be a curse out there kind of on the land from yeah. a, a novel. Especially knowing Native American culture where that's something that's super prevalent. Yeah. Like 
the belief in magic and different the shaman like you said definitely yeah so okay i just wondered where you thought no i do guess who has to remember all the sign-off stuff this oh no (laughs) okay oh we'll see thank you all (laughs) just attack myself thank you all for listening um and thank you all if you are listening Thank you for listening. Sorry (laughs) we took so long, but we promise we'll be better. Um, We have, like, a pretty consistent schedule now, so it should be easier. Um, But, yeah, please keep listening. And as always, if you have suggestions, comments, concerns, you can contact us on all of our platforms. Um, You can contact us on our Instagram, which is Snacks and Tonefoil Hats. You can contact us on our Facebook page, which is Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. You can email us at cstfhpodcast at gmail.com. And finally, you can try our Twitter. Probably (laughs) won't respond to you. But it's cstfhp. Um, Wow, good job. And you can listen to us on all streaming platforms. Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, whatever. Um, Google Podcast. Google Play. Uh, yeah, that one. Stitcher and SoundCloud. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you all for listening. And just know, if we go missing, it was... I'm blaming Alien. Chase. Okay, <laughs> bye! bye. Dude, water's good. I forget sometimes. <laughs> Can you breathe? Ew. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Got that out, Connor.